0: Hello and welcome to the Permanent Good Podcast, a podcast that is part movie club, part improv comedy. My name is Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle.
1: And I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Alex Good.
0: Now, we are currently riding the high of having what I consider to be a very successful guest episode. Um, I just finished editing it, and even though the audience hasn't heard it yet, I'm proud of it. And that's what really matters.
1: Yeah, I mean, I haven't listened to it because um, I don't listen to the podcasts I'm on um, because I kind of know they're good already. You, you picking up what I'm laying down? So um, I know it's going to be good. Um, Aspen's been a good friend of ours for a while. Um, that being said, if it is bad, I know it's not because of me and there's only two other people to blame. So
0: yeah, and I would have cut out the bad stuff. So
1: also I'm... <sighs> Okay, we might get a couple extra listeners um, from her group, but we all know she's getting way more from us in our promotions than we're getting from her. So, if you are new yeah. here from um, listening to her episode, I'm sure, and you're like, "Oh, these guys are pretty funny. I guess I'll stick around." For the one person that we gain from her, congratulations. Um, we're not from Tennessee. We have we know nothing about that scene besides what we learned on that podcast. Um and our this episode is gonna kill it. It's gonna it's gonna be murderous. And if this episode isn't good for you, then we didn't want you anyway.
0: Okay. If for some reason we somehow managed to snake a few new viewers from her, uh I guess listeners would be more appropriate. Yep. But if we if we manage to get a few more audience members, uh and you're and you're not familiar with how this works, if we didn't give a good explanation the first time through let's break it down officially first we start with our intro segment that's what we got right now right yep. next we go to our movie segment every week we watch a movie we talk about it uh sometimes it's broken into a non-spoiler and a spoiler section or we just lump it all into one spoiler section and we kind of and we tell you every time beforehand uh if you don't want to listen to the movie segment we give you a time code so you can skip it And just get to the improv stuff that we do immediately after that. We put that in the middle because like, it helps us keep retention on our end. And it keeps you from having a bunch of half-played podcasts if you don't like listening to the movie segment. So after the movie segment, we do improv comedy, usually scene work or character work. Or we just kind of yell at each other for 10 minutes. Um, Then after that... We have our middle segment. This requires a little bit more preparation. It's usually more interactive, like some sort of like trivia quiz or movie quiz. Uh, it, it's just something that we prepare beforehand that's interactive in some way, shape, or form. Then, wait, wait, that, wait, wait, wait! Don't the tell them w- what's after that.
1: Don't tell them. We've told them everything. What's? Why would they even stick with us if they know exactly what's going to come? Because we haven't done it yet. Well, first of all. They got here somewhere, which means they listened to our episode with Aspen, right? And if you're going to start listening to this podcast, we can't... Listen, I'm all about keeping yourself pure for marriage and other things. This is going to be one of those other things, okay? Craig just walks you through pretty much everything we have to offer. Stick around for the last thing, okay? You don't get to use and abuse us, all right? We have standards here. We're respectful. Yeah, only we we're can gentlemen. use
0: and abuse you.
1: Yes. And if you want to get used and abused, um, we'll, we'll plug our stuff at the end. Uh, our social medias and stuff, just DM us. And...
0: Hey, don't <laughs> tell them that. How are they? Why Why would they stick around now that they just know that we're going to plug our socials at the You're end?
1: You're right. I'll plug mine stuff. Na- I'll pl- plug mine stuff, like Mineconf. I'll, my, yeah. I'll plug my. Yeah. i plug my stuff. <laughs> hey
0: guys. <laughs> hey guys. Uh, I just have a new book. It just came out. It's called Mind Comp. I think you guys are really gonna love it. Mind stuff. Um, it's available. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh mine stuff available on um, stores everywhere at this point. Um, especially on Audible. Uh, first half's in German, but stick around for the last part. Anyways, there is a spicy s- segment at the end. This podcast is all about surprises, so you'll figure that out shortly enough. If you want to get used and abused, uh, find me at Alex the Goods G on all social medias. I'll abuse you.
0: All right do you want do you want to do the one thing that's not a surprise because uh, we tweet a schedule about it and talk about the movie segment?
1: Ooh, bold of you to assume people pay attention to our tweets. But yes.
0: Okay. Well, this week we watched Coming to America, the nineteen eighty eight Eddie Murphy comedy. Um. We're probably just going to lump this all into one big spoiler section, right?
1: Yeah, sure. There's, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's nothing else.
0: So if you want to skip this movie discussion for whatever reason, we will give you a time code to do so right here.
1: Time code 27 minutes, 27 seconds.
0: So I usually begin these because I'm the one that decides when it's enough silence. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you start it? Um, What's up?
1: I'm going to start with something completely not related to the movie that we probably should have brought up in the intro segment. Um, Are you drinking anything now? Nope. Okay. I am. um, Three ounces of gin with some Sprite and a spritz of lemon. So know that I'm on a ticking time bomb. I'll probably make it through this movie. Everything after, it's probably just going to get a little aggressive. Um, But as far as this movie is concerned, if we would have skipped Molly's game and went into this, we would have continued to do decades because this came out in 1988.
0: Yes. I thought about that as well.
1: Yeah. So 1988, pretty good. Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, who else is in this? Uh, pretty big people. James Earl
0: Jones, a lot of people that are still famous. Um, Oh, can we, hold on. I want to mention one thing about Arsenio Hall real quick. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with the YouTube personality and like f- drag queen Todrick Call? Mm hmm. Uh, Ge- I genuinely thought they were related. They looked very similar and have the last name Hall, like specifically the face shape that Arsenio Hall has. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this exact same face shape on Todrick Hall. Uh, nope, not related. Just a very weird coincidence that they have the same face shape and last oh, name. a classic
1: case share. of all black people look the same. Hit him with, with, with another one. Don't even start that with me. Hit him with another one. That's crazy. Who would have thought? Anyways, as I was about Shut to up. say, I hate you. This movie's big on black culture and is a part of the culture, especially recently. A lot of people have dressed up as characters from this movie going to prom. Um, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio actually brought on a lot of the same cast and did a sequel that you can find on Amazon Prime. Um, it's a pretty good movie. A lot of the jokes, yeah, I don't I like know that. if they hold up. Um, the pacing is kind of weird. I think there's a lot of comedic silences that were not so comedic or maybe they were at one point in time, but I think the plot was pretty original. It's hard to tell because I've seen some I've seen similar things, but this came out, you know, what?
0: Thirty two years ago. Yeah.
1: So I'm, I'm going to give this the benefit of the doubt and say I've never seen anything like this before Um, for when this came
0: out. And for me, the pacing was more weird, kind of like in the third act, because they introduced a lot of conflict and then resolved all that conflict very, very fast. So, like, it's very standard rom-com in the sense that... Because the third act is more rom-com than the rest of the movie. Oh, yeah. And so so they kind of have to rush an entire romantic comedy in 30 minutes, and you know the big romantic comedy trope that i hate is someone has a secret that they don't want the romantic interest to find out about and somebody else tells them that secret yeah my least it it happens in literally every single one and it's my least favorite trope and once it became like Oh, now they're dating and he's still hiding the prince fact. Someone's going to tell her that he's a prince. She's going to get upset and it's going to make her question her love for him. And bada bing, bada boom.
1: That's exactly what happened. Um, Quick overview for people who haven't seen this movie or are never going to see this movie. Um, Basically, Eddie Murphy plays a prince from a place that never exists, but I'm sure all black people know about it. Kind of like Wakanda. And... Um, he's part of an arranged marriage and he goes, wait a second, this chick will just do whatever I do. And he proceeds to make her hop on one foot and bark. And he goes, oh yeah, I'm not about this. So then he goes, Hey, uh, dad, I would love to go somewhere else to see if I can find a wife. And he goes, I'm not gonna let you find a wife, but I will let you sew to sow your Royal oats, so to speak, um, for 40 days. So he decides to take himself and his number one right hand man, servant guy played by Arsenio Hall to Queens, New York, to look for a wife. But he doesn't want them to know he's a prince because they don't want people to like him purely because of his status and money. And he falls in love with the daughter of a person who owns a knockoff McDonald's. And then comedy ensues, and they fall romantically in love, and then she finds out he's a prince. And then, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the whole movie. Um, There's a bunch of jokes in there. I mean she's got You
0: uh, would hope for you, you would hope there were jokes in a comedy movie, but yeah. yeah, you'd a bunch of
1: jokes that some of them hold up, some of them don't. A lot of awkward pacing. Uh I mean I don't know. There's there's just jokes everywhere. So it's kinda hard and yeah. I don't think none of them really stick out to me. I mean, so when I say knock off McDonald's, they have a McDowells. Um and this
0: Yeah, because the guy because the girl that Eddie Murphy falls in love with, her last name is McDowell, and her dad founded you know, that knockoff McDonald's called McDowell based on their last name.
1: Right. And modeled everything off of McDonald's.
0: And it's a running gag that like, um, I didn't copy their menu. Like I, they had this thing and I had this thing and you know, if it's funny. It's funny.
1: Yeah. If it's funny, it's funny. Um, she also has a guy who's competing for her love who owns, um, like hair, his father owns a hair products thing. So he also has money. So you have a guy who's like born and raised in Queens who's also got money competing for her attention against a guy who's never been to America before. Finds it weird um, that they interact like this. Thinks it's awesome that he gets to mop because he never does anything for himself. So it's just, you know, like a nerdy, dorky character who just happens to be rich competing for this popular girl's attention. It is a pretty big yeah. tropey movie now that I'm thinking about
0: it. <laughs> um, I want to say... My favorite character in this movie was James Earl Jones's character. Um, he has my favorite line in the movie, which is, there is a thin line between love and nausea.
1: I knew you were going to think that was funny. I knew you were
0: going to think that's funny. No. Okay. Stop. Deme- Why do you always demean my sense of humor? Oh, I thought you always say, I knew you were going to find that funny. Like it's some sort of bad thing. I
1: watch a movie and the. Oh man, I just spiked hard. Anyways, I watch a movie and I'm like, Craig's going to love this. Craig's going to hate this. I'm but really glad I'm not going to watch Say it
0: this in movie. that tone.
1: Yeah. But it's you... because, listen, Alex goes a lot of things stepdad, womanizer, married, new mean. father. Condescending is one of those things. And if it makes you feel any better,
0: I mean it. <laughs> hey, Alex. <laughs> yeah. I hate you so much. <laughs> Every day I question whether or not this relationship is worth it.
1: Oh, man. But we've produced... This is episode 30, dude. We're too deep in. You're pot committed.
0: Um. Also, yeah. I have never seen such a very clearly Eddie Murphy character than Clarence in the barbershop.
1: Oh, dude. Yes. The thing is, he was in a disguise did you know that the Jewish guy was also Eddie Murphy?
0: I I had a feeling, but I was not as positive on that one. He has a very like distinct, uh, comedy delivery, mm-hmm. but it's also very easy to impersonate. So if somebody else had been in makeup and was just told match Eddie Murphy's energy, someone could have done that. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um. But yeah, the Jewish guys—the voice is totally different. It, it kind of threw me off. But um, yeah, so Arsenio and Eddie play a bunch of like secondary, tertiary characters just for you know comedic purposes. And it was it was funny sometimes, but like it was it was almost too much for me.
0: Yeah, um, there were definitely some scenes that I was not a fan of, like any scene that involved you know the sexist priest. Wasn't a fan of that. Dude, Macy
1: um, thought. That Reverend was so funny, dude.
0: <laughs> I was not about it. I also was not a fan of sexual chocolate. Um Yeah. It was it was a funny concept, but watching it in execution for like three minutes, I'm like, oh, we're still doing this bit. I yeah, okay. I, that's,
1: I think that's one of those jokes I'm like, I could tell my much like I'll look at something and be like, oh, Keegan, Keegan, Craig, whatever your name is. Um, dude, this is getting worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to know. I'll just refer to you as the. We the need co-host. to get
0: you to stop drinking during the podcast I'm not so that way you're nicer to me I'm and remember people's things. Not going to do
1: it. Do it. Um, what was I saying? Oh, when I was, much like when I say, oh yeah, Craig would think this is hilarious, I'm th- watching this movie and I'm like, I bet this killed in theaters. I bet this bit right here <laughs> killed in theaters. And I wasn't even smiling. I'm like, can we just get this over with?
0: Yeah, was not a fan of that. Also, you know, talking about a lot of famous people are in this movie, Samuel L. Jackson gets the crap beat out of him by Eddie Murphy.
1: Also, Cuba Gooding Jr. is in this movie getting his hair cut.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that scene with Samuel L. Jackson, I think, does a really good job of reestablishing Akeem's character after he's been in America. Because when he first arrives in America, he comes off very aloof and... He comes off stupid, but that scene kind of reminds us, like, oh, he's actually very smart. He's just ignorant and, like, culturally stupid.
1: Yeah. He's just in a country he's never been in. He doesn't know anything about it. And he's filthy rich, so he's not worried about the things everybody else is worrying about.
0: So seeing him, like, take down a threat like that, you're like, oh, yeah, it's a reminder. Like, oh, yeah, this guy's smart and he knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't think of anything else that's, like, super important for this movie. Um, oh, what'd you think of the girl's sister?
0: I feel like this is a cue for you to say what you thought. I do not have strong enough emotions. You don't have strong so emotions about, about that, were... dude? I do, uh, Let me hear what you have to say first. Then maybe I'll have she strong emotions. She was
1: so annoying. It was like, it is so obvious you're not important to the story. Yeah. Um, and... The fact that I'm pretty sure she gives him, like, some stuff we're not allowed to mention on a family podcast at a basketball game. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, it felt weird. Like, is she a minor?
0: (laughs) Well, we all know that she's going to that Eddie Murphy's going to end up with Lisa. So the fact that they even, like, tried to give him an initial love interest was like. I, I think that's why I don't have strong emotions for her is I just immediately like checked out when it's was like, all right, you are not in the end game. See you later. Oh,
1: Patrice is her name. Uh, Main yeah. love interest mm-hmm. is Lisa. Patrice is the sister. She's so annoying, dude. Also, what would you think about Arsenio? I don't have a st- super strong emotions on this. I just honestly want to know what your position is. Arsenio Hall's character, Semi. I liked him. Um, I liked him a lot. What do you think about like him like redoing their apartment? Because when these characters initially go in, they're like, give us the worst looking apartment you can. We don't want people to fall in love with this because we have money. And Sammy's like fighting it the whole time. Um, yeah. What do you think?
0: Um, I mean, I, I didn't really see it as anything more than just like driving a wedge to forward plot mm-hmm. um, in terms of his actions. But I really like the chemistry that they had together. Um, I think that they played e- off each other comedically very well. So even though um, semi did some like annoying things, I just, I, I knew that it was going to be funny in the long run. So I, I was, I was, I was okay with it. Um, all right. Let me tell you how I really feel.
1: A lot of the acting in this movie is subpar. It's annoying. It's distracting. I don't know if it was the dialogue or if it was the acting Um, there's also a lot of awkward pauses with no music whatsoever. I don't know if they just like, we don't need music. It was just weird. And it was awkward. There's parts of this movie that are huge, big budget things. Like when you get introduced to the person Eddie Murphy's supposed to be marrying, there's like a couple minute long dance sequence to her introduction. Yeah. It's nuts. There's also hundreds of extras all in elaborate costumes at this palace because you're about to get introduced to you know the person this guest was to marry. Then, every scene in McDowell's, I'm like, yo, I know you guys got millions of dollars. What are we doing here? <laughs> I know you got millions of dollars. What is happening? The awkward scenes between Eddie's character love interest and the guy competing for attention whose name escapes me and it's honestly daryl daryl yeah that awkward threesome like comedic scenes all the timing was just weird because Eddie murphy is a comedic actor like he's actually hilarious he's a comedian everyone else next to them when they're doing jokes i'm like it's not working like the timing was off
0: I definitely was not a fan of Daryl and not even in like a, the movie wants you to want to get rid of him. It's just a, he's just in the way, I think.
1: Yeah. I also have a very hard time feeling tension when I don't think the guy's attractive. So I'm like, I'm seeing Eddie Murphy (laughs) compete against this guy, right? And I'm like, he's not attractive. He might be rich, but I'm like, I don't see why he would be tough competition in the first place, you know? So it, I'm, I also have the same dissonance when like, I'm watching a movie and everyone's like, she's the most beautiful girl in the room. And I and I see her and I'm like, no, bro, you can find her anywhere. I went to like high school with like 10 girls that look just like her. You know? So when I saw this guy, I'm like, this is your arch enemy. This is who you're competing and, against.
0: And now we can thank Alex for the conflating beauty standards of Hollywood. Thank you, Alex.
1: Yeah, dude, I got you. No, because here's what the thing... Uh, listen, beauty standards suck. But I'm here to tell you... I still got some. What? No. I still what people, are you going to tell still us? Hold what are you here to tell us? Beauty, beauty standards. I know they suck, but... That's how I feel, man. So and But also, I hold women and guys equally to them. If I watch a movie and I'm like, oh, she's not really hot enough to be the main character, then I think, and I'll say on a podcast, oh, she's not really hot enough to be the main character. But when I see a guy... Who's supposed to be the enemy. And I'm like, that's what he looks like. Eddie Murphy, you're going to kick his butt. He's like a six. And he's like, he's got money. I get why she's kind of vying for him. Like he drives like a Camaro, I think, or like a Trans Am. But I'm like, that's who you're going up against. Eddie Murphy's got this guy beat six ways from Sunday. And this ugly dude. Is who you're going against? Beauty standards, man. I'll hold, I'll hold everybody to them.
0: Okay, so I want to tell the we're going to do a hard pivot real quick, and I want to let the audience in on something. Mm-hmm. So when we chose this movie, we were kind of doing it with the thought process of like, oh, it'll be relevant because the second one is coming out, but we never really made a plan to watch the second one, and we kind of don't have it in our schedule to be able to watch it anytime soon. So I just went ahead and watched the second one immediately after. Okay. Um. And let me tell you, a lot of the same themes come back, if you'd believe it. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I know a lot of the act, a lot of the cast comes back.
0: Yeah. I almost everyone. Like, I think Daryl is the biggest name that doesn't come back. And the queen.
1: Okay. And then I also know also, guys, it's, it's because the queen died. She was born in like the 30s and she died like in the 90s. Okay. Um. That's like one of the very few facts I looked up about this movie. But, I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm not super... After watching this movie, I'm not super excited to watch it. I thought this was going to be one of those big, like, for the culture moments. Guys, um, the Koshmans are dope. But the plot, the dialogue, all that stuff, I'm like, for, we got better movies in this. We got we got better movies in this.
0: So, I'm just going to give you a quick rundown of the second one. Um, no spoilers, though. No spoilers, though. Um, So Eddie Murphy has an illegitimate son in America. But how does that happen? Lisa's the only one that he's ever been with. Wrong. Arsenio Hall brought two women back uh, to their apartment while they were out in the bar searching for women. And one of these women, played by Leslie Jones, gets Eddie Murphy super duper high and sleeps with him. And he has zero recollection of this for over 30 years.
1: Well, that's so. a little
0: rapey. <laughs> yeah, just a little that's bit. a little rapey. Uh, don't know if I like that. So, Actually, pretty sure I don't like that. So he goes to America, gets his son, which is about a... You know, he's in America for about a minute, then brings him back to raise him to be a prince. And so they spend most of the movie in uh zamunda but they still found a way to bring back the barbershop characters at least three times nice
1: yeah dude i just i just lost the way to watch this movie i'm gonna watch it but yikes bro
0: here's the thing i liked the second one, because I liked the first one, and I watched them back to back. If you loved the first one and waited 30 years for a sequel, might that be what
1: you're looking for? Yeah. I had the same feeling with Bad Boys when I went and watched that over again. 1 and 2 are so of its era that when they came out with another one, you know, 20 years later, it was kind of better just because it has the filmmaking, like, abilities and a lot of, like, of its era stuff now. So it's kind of just easier to watch. So I'm hoping that's kind of the case with this one. It might just be easier to watch.
0: But in terms of the first one, I liked it. I laughed a lot. You know, Um, I understand why people like this movie so much. I liked it a lot.
1: Interesting. You and Macy both. She thought this was hilarious.
0: So I'm going to give this a seven and a half.
1: Ooh. I'm going to give this a
0: five
1: and a half.
0: Whoa. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Like, uh, I know you weren't, I knew you weren't its biggest fan, but like, it was just like, interesting.
1: Cause I have a running scale, right? You know, eight, nine, 10 is like nine and 10 is like one of my favorite movies. Eight is a great movie. Seven is a good movie that I would watch again. Six is a good movie that I'll watch again, but it has to be a while. Fours and fives are like I've watched this movie, not gonna watch it again, ever. And then under fours are usually like I've wasted life watching this. This is one of those like oh I'm never gonna watch this movie again. It's just not good enough. Why why would I ever watch this
0: movie again? I I found myself laughing at this movie a lot, and you know it has the same I feel like kind of style. I, I laughed at this movie as much as I laughed at a movie like Ace Ventura, I think, is, like, a good comparison. Okay. Um, So, if you like, you know, cheesy, campy, you know, 80s, 90s comedies, you know, this movie's right up your alley. Because, um, you know, it helped define the genre. But if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Yeah. Um,
1: It's not my thing. That's okay. It's okay. I don't... The thing is, people who like this movie, I'm not going to judge them because it's not... It's not bad enough that when people say, oh, this is my favorite movie, I would be like, what? I'd be like, oh, no, I I get why people would like this. I'm just not one of
0: them. That's fair. That's fair. Is there any final thoughts before we head into the next one? No, I'm good. All right. Would you like to welcome back our non-movie listeners?
1: Welcome back. non. Why do you listen to our podcast if you're not going to? It's literally half the podcast. Maybe you just like the back half, but I can't imagine people stick around and be like, you know what? I didn't like the first half. Let me just skip to the back and then just do that for the rest of our podcast. I don't know how you get to this point, but I guess do you? I'm not, I'm not your dad.
0: Okay. Um, we're moving on to the improv segment. This improv segment is called consistent cutaways. Okay. Uh, Alex and I are going to be doing several improv scenes. And we're going to do them in a very McFarlane sense. So every time we get the opportunity for a cutaway gag, we're going to do it.
1: Can you give the audience an example of what a cutaway gag is?
0: Yeah. So um, if you and I were having a discussion and it's like, um, like, oh, man, this is worse than when somebody egged me at a political speech, we would then cut to that political speech and give that scene of me getting egged.
1: Okay, this is going to be a little tricky, but we will figure it out.
0: Yeah, so um, you are an airline pilot, yep. and your plane is going down, and I am the control center.
1: Perfect, dude. Get ready for
0: hella cutaways. We might okay, only good. be
1: doing two for this one, because I'm, I'm cutting away all the time. Mayday, Mayday, Airline A6573. We are going down. I lost an engine on the right
0: uh this is O'Hare traffic control. Uh person 3241. My name is Trevor. You're uh good to go? Yeah, good to go, dude. When I took off this morning, cuts away to taking off this morning.
1: <laughs> All right,
0: no- this is this is air this is O'Hare air traffic control person 3214. My name is Trevor. You are good to take off. All right. Um hey. Forgot to check my engines. Do you think that's going to be a big deal? Oh i mean you checked him last time though right
1: yeah hey roger
0: you checked the engine you didn't dude i've been doing this for 30 years it's never been a problem uh roger hasn't checked
1: but i think we're good
0: you know worst case scenario we do an emergency landing we sully it it's all good i trust you
1: cuts back to falling out of the sky (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I did all my pre-checks this morning. I don't know if you remember. Um, so I oh, don't know No, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I remember that. Must be like some passenger problem. Cut to the passenger problem. Um, no, this is my bag. Where are you in my bag?
1: Listen, dude. If you don't get your hands off my bag, I'm going to blow us all to hell.
0: Oh, I did not understand how high the stakes were. You can have my bag.
1: If you mention anyone to anyone on this plane. That I have a device. I will end you. I will end your family. I have people on the ground that will bring you down. Do you understand me?
0: Yeah, I understand. Cuts back. Yeah, so it doesn't sound like anything suspicious is happening back there. You should be good. Yeah, I got a couple people. I got. A,
1: wait a second. I have a flight attendant banging on my door. What do you want, sweetie?
0: Uh, first not, of all, uh, <laughs> oh, we both did the same thing. Dang
1: it. Um. First of all. <laughs> You know not to call me sweetie. We're coworkers. And second, there's a guy back there who's like, I don't know, claiming he has a bomb. Cuts to this guy prepping the bomb, um, in the car outside the airport.
0: All right. So um, I have I have the C4. I have the wires. I, I spilled some garlic sauce on there, but hopefully it shouldn't be that much of a problem.
1: Listen, uh, man, as far as I know, if you just tell him, hey, I uh, I'm a uh, garlic shipper. It's going to throw up the dogs. No one's going to smell it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to add a little bit of extra garlic sauce and maybe some Parmesan cheese just to really add add the little thing to it. Good now, idea. I do have to warn you. There is a 40% chance this thing will go off whenever. Just, just wanted to let you know. But uh, considering how you're willing to blow up a plane, I think you're okay with those odds.
1: Yeah, I mean, as long as it doesn't, you know, blow up over... You know, my hometown of Philly shouldn't be a problem. Cuts back to the plane. Looks like we're going to crash right over Philly.
0: (laughs) No, not Philly. Uh, Actually, yeah, no, Philly's fine. Yeah. Actually, if you could aim for Philly, that would probably be best. Um, Cuts to the back of the plane with the guy who didn't want to crash anywhere but Philly. Not Philly.
1: Please. What do you mean? We're going down too early. I haven't even set the bomb off yet.
0: Uh, Cuts to the co-pilot. Oh sorry, I just woke up and I must have fallen asleep on the controls. Are we good? Are we good? Oh, let's oh, gotta pull the plate up? Alright. Oh, we have now course corrected.
1: Cuts back to the guy in the back of the plane. Yeah, guys, just kidding about the whole bomb thing. Um, it was a joke. Um, no need to detain me. When we land in Chicago, maybe it'll come back up, but no worries for a while. Yeah, I thought we um, were going just- down in Philly.
0: Just make sure to check out Prank Wars on YouTube. This time we make Prank Wars literal. Hashtag literal prank wars.
1: The real terrorist on this planet is the person who brought the newborn baby. Hey, shut that baby up. Am I right? Cut to the baby. You shut up. Okay, cuts to the pediatrician of this baby. (laughs) Looks like your baby's evolving at a crazy level. (laughs) Speak at three weeks? They're in the they're in the hundredth percentile. I've never seen anything like this before.
0: Cuts to the conception of the baby. Uh so you know my gamma radiation. I'm Bruce Banner. You know the gamma radiation like might infect the baby, right? <laughs> Cuts to them at an abortion clinic. I I really want to get rid of this baby. You don't I'm
1: playing both characters right now. You don't <laughs> understand. This baby is going to have neurological capabilities like you wouldn't believe. Cuts back to the pediatrician office. This baby has neurological capabilities like you wouldn't believe. Cuts back to the plane. I have neurological abilities like you wouldn't believe. Someone shut that baby up. Shut it up. Uh, (laughs) Cox gun. Dude, I knew that bit was going to go along and I loved it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. That was good. That was, good. That was yeah. You just got to like, well, I think once you get in the rhythm of it, cutting away becomes natural.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Do you want to give another prompt? Um, yeah. Let's do one more.
1: Um, okay. So we're filming the remake of the Titanic on a boat called the Titanic, and we hit an iceberg. So we have a film crew with young characters, literally the exact same movie, just new, on a boat, hits an iceberg, we're going down and we're filming it. And the crew doesn't know it's real.
0: Okay. All right. And action.
1: No. No, Jack. Don't let me go. Don't let me go.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, that, that doesn't sound good.
1: Cut, cut, cut. Hey, listen. The ship's still going down, so we don't need as many don't let me go. Hey, can we get a lifeboat over here? You can get out of the water, man. We we'll get you warmed up. Hey, uh Hey George, how's it going back over there on the on the Titanic?
0: It's going good. Um
1: there's a bunch of screaming. Looks like uh you guys aren't moving anymore. Uh do you know what's going on? Do you wanna do you wanna
0: put the captain on the phone? Uh, y- yeah, here you go. Uh, uh, yeah, Um, pretty bad news. Um, We are, the, the boat is actually sinking, like, for real.
1: Cuts to the captain in the bar before he starts captaining the ship.
0: Man, I just, I told you, man, it's just a prop boat. What could go wrong in a prop boat? It's made of, like, styrofoam or something. That, like, that floats no matter what. Hey, um,
1: are you sure you should be drinking right before you... You know, Captain the Ship.
0: How many times do I have to tell you? Prop boat equals real alcohol. Real boat equals prop alcohol. So, we're having the good combination today. Do you know if the people
1: getting on this boat know it's a prop boat?
0: I'm like 40% sure. Cuts to the production
1: team before they get on the boat in the planning meeting? So we need to make sure this is a real boat, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Anything other than that would be stupid and Do you unuseful.
1: Think, why in the world would we film the Titanic on a fake boat? We would die out there if it started yeah. going
0: down. Listen, if Steven Spielberg can make real dinosaurs for Jurassic Park, we can sink a real boat for Titanic.
1: Yeah. Obviously, make sure we have enough lifeboats, though. Like, we don't, we're not okay. that stupid. W-
0: well, let's define enough. Like enough for each person or enough for the important people? Well, let's let's think
1: of it like this. We got cast and crew,
0: right? Okay. No need to do it for the crew. Yep. Leads Mm -hmm. only. Okay. Okay. How how many of our leads are straight white men? What, three? Maybe. Okay. So we need three lifeboats and we're good?
1: Well, here's the thing. We got three of those, right? But then you got the producers who paid for this whole thing. Got to save them. Director, me, I got to go. What's your
0: job again? Um, I'm procuring the lifeboats.
1: Yeah, you should probably have one too. Um,
0: <laughs> cuts back <laughs> cut to the to ship that's li- sinking. No, cut to uh, cut to the lifeboats as they're trying to decide who gets to go on one. <laughs> hey, I'm the hey, one who picked the lifeboats. I get one. No, on shut up! I'm the director. I get to go first. I paid for everyone to be here
1: um well we all know women and children go first right uh
0: we all know that women and children go last this is modern feminism baby you want to be treated like equals drown like an equal i then then at least we should like i don't
1: know rock paper scissors for it or something
0: (laughs) okay okay ready uh on three or on shoot
1: um shoot obviously
0: all right, cut to 55 minutes later. The boat has sunk, and they're still playing rock, paper, scissors. Dude, what are the odds we would have tied this many times? I know, right? Uh, you know, we're kind of just in a lifeboat already. Do you want to just just share this one and call it good? No. Cut to the Coast Guard that uh, found this crew, and it's just these two left playing rock, paper, scissors. Um... So we got hailed for an emergency, but um, seems like we're kind of too late. Um,
1: You're not too late, because I don't get paid millions of dollars to share this boat with other people. So until we figure this out, no one's going anywhere. And when I do oh, win, um, he's going to be swimming so you can save his dirty little butt.
0: I mean, he could just get on the boat um, now. No, because then you don't, why you don't would have we to finish be rock, paper, scissoring? dummy you know what I hadn't thought of it that way keep going
1: first of all
0: bet you didn't think i brought this cox gun <laughs> not bad not bad yeah that was consistent cutaways might bring that back might not Um uh, this uh, bit alex. works
1: best with disasters
0: yeah <laughs> alex would you like to bring us our middle segment uh,
1: yes um Let me bring you your middle segment. This middle segment is called Red Light, Green Light. And basically how it works is, I have two movies, ideas, people, whatever, disguised for Craig. Craig is the showrunner. He's the investor. He decides whether he greenlights this movie or redlights it. I'm going to give him two options. He's going to pick one that he's going to fully fund. And he's going to pick one that's not. However, these are based off real movies, real events, and real people. And I've obscured some of the finer details so he doesn't know who he's endorsing. And then once he makes the decision, I'll let you know who he picked.
0: I'm so bad at stuff like this. Like, people can, like, oh, describe the plot of a movie badly. And someone's like, someone takes his pet rat to battle a bunch of gyms. And I'm like, uh, uh, Kingsman. Well, I'm I'm giving you some
1: good things for this so i'm giving you like actors and people in it and this is real i have most of the time i've obscured the main actor so i mean it doesn't totally give it away um but this this is real all these are real and some of these have pulled from db and like actual discussion. so option one to red light or michael wood and jonathan Golf, star in an adventure comedy for the whole family this movie follows a female superhero who tries to restore peace in this sequel against option two where Hugh Jackman, Zoe Saldana, and Zach Galifianakis Galifianakis, are in this animated comedy for the whole family as well. These adventurers try to find a long-lost relative in a fabled location. Which one are you red-lighting? Which one are you green-lighting?
0: Yeah, I'm red-lighting The Missing Link because I saw it and um, thought it was going to be as good as Kubo. It wasn't, so I'm going to green-light whatever that first one was. First one
1: was Frozen 2. Worth it. Number 10 ranked grossing worldwide of all time. Missing Link had a budget of $102, made 26 mil.
0: Yeah, okay. Listen, I love Leica Studios. Uh, Coraline, fantastic. Kubo and the Two Strings, one of the greatest movies ever made. Missing Link, I'm so sorry that that one was a miss. Yeah. That one was a miss. They lost
1: over $70 million on that movie. All right, Red Does Light that Green include Light. Overseas? This is these are worldwide numbers. 26 million worldwide. Came out in 2019, garbage movie. All right, here we go. Red Light Green Light. Well, it
0: was if it was okay, just shut up. Shut up. I never saw it, but numbers don't lie.
1: All right, Vincent D'Onofrio, Jake Johnson, and Bryce Dallas Howard do whatever it takes to stop a ruthless murder in this sci-fi movie. Against Ben Affleck, Al Fanning, and Zoe Saldana, who star in a pre-Prohibition-era Boston gangster movie, where they will do whatever it takes to beat the competition, including a known racist group. This movie is rated R.
0: I love Ben Affleck. Yeah, and I, and like if it's a good gang movie, I like good gang movies. So I think I'm gonna go with that one. You're gonna to you're gonna
1: greenlight the, that one. And the Vincent D'Onofrio, Jake Johnson, Bryce Dallas, Howard, you're going to red light? Yeah. Well, that was a mistake. Because the first one was Jurassic World.
0: Oh, I don't regret my decision.
1: So that that made, as far as your money's worth, it's number six grossing worldwide. The second movie is Live by Night, came out in 2016. You put your own money, $65 million in this movie. It made 22. So you kind of bombed. But it's a movie. It's called Live by Night. I saw it. It's pretty okay. All right. Next, we're moving into real world. You're going to red light, green light some stuff. A multinational corporation and one of the most valuable organizations of its time. With a foot in the door of commerce and entertainment. Against this unit or this entity, um, before making a transition to a new business model, had over 9,000 brick-and-mortar stores, and employed more than 80,000 employees.
0: Okay, so you're making me choose between Netflix and Blockbuster, so I'm going to choose Netflix.
1: Amazon and Blockbuster.
0: Okay, fair enough, but you, still.
1: So, we're going to go with the first one, right, which is Amazon. Okay. Yeah. So, the next one we're going to do. So, yeah, you know what, you're two-in-one right now, as far as green light and good stuff.
0: Yeah. What's wild is that there was a way to win this game, and I didn't know that until we were like halfway through the second question, where like I'm supposed to be. This is a long way to say I have to guess which one makes more money. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. Your producer. You want to green light good projects. So
0: this next. See, I was the, I was playing the first round like I was playing the movie rounds like which ones would I like more? Ugh, gross.
1: Well. <laughs> You can play the next one like that if you want. Which one would you like more? This entity is aimed at uniting a broken nation and overcoming social divisions, that, and these people will stop at nothing to do what's best for the people they love. Also, during the same era that this happened, they this group provided support for farmers, elderly, and unemployed, and created multiple organizations to get the nation back on its feet.
0: This is dangerous. I feel like... No matter what I answer, it's a wrong answer. So, Can you give them to me one more time?
1: First option. This entity is aimed at uniting a broken nation and overcoming social divisions. These people stopped at nothing to do what's best for the people they love. And the second option is during the same era as the first one, this group provided support for farmers, the elderly, and unemployed and created multiple organizations to get the nations back on its feet.
0: I really feel like the the twist to this is the two groups is like the union and the confederacy. And you're making me like step on glass here. Um, uh, th-
1: during these, there is no bad versus bad. There is a okay. good option. You want a green light. And there's a bad option. You want a green light. You want a red light. By the way.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to green light the second one.
1: Good job. The second one was the new deal. The first one was Nazis. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> All right. So here is debatably the hardest one. When
0: you said, I just want to say when you said, and they will stop at nothing. I'm like, he's either talking about the Confederates or the Nazis. Yeah. It's-, <laughs> it's people who stop at
1: nothing need to stop at something. They need to stop. <laughs> All right. So you're three in one. This one is genuinely very difficult. With over 90 actor credits, this African-American has become prolific in many facets of the entertainment industry. They have endured a fair share of controversies, but their expansive accomplishments set them apart. Option two. With many actors credits, this African-American has become prolific in many facets of the entertainment industry. They have endured a fair share of controversies, but their expansive accomplishments set them apart.
0: So you're making me choose between 95 credits and many credits (laughs) and many. Well, so I was thinking the first one kind of made me get like a Jamie Foxx kind of vibe. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you said the second one. And I'm like, well, now any thought I had about the first one has been deemed irrelevant. (laughs) Right.
1: So you lean I'm more... literally
0: choosing between 95 and many. Let, let's just go with the 95, right? Is that a
1: final answer? Yes. Okay, good. Because you just chose Kevin Hart over Bill Cosby. Okay, okay. <laughs> good move, my buddy. That's four and one, man.
0: That's four and yeah. one. Yeah. You picked <laughs> the wrong movie, the...
1: but you picked the New Deal over the Nazis, Amazon over Blockbuster, and Kevin Hart over Bill Cosby. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it.
1: All right, that concludes the middle segment, a.k.a. green light and red light. Red light and green light. We'll see if it comes back. Greg, are you ready for our final segment? The one the listeners couldn't know about in the beginning that they stuck around for to hear about.
0: Yeah, so if you don't know what's about to happen is every episode we do a one hit wonder where we do a segment fully understanding that we're never going to bring it back. You know, we've done 30 episodes. This is our 30th segment that we're just throwing away in the trash. So Alex, hit me with it.
1: This one hit wonder is called Read the Fine Podcast, a.k.a. Terms and Conditions. So you and I are going to do a little bit of something like this. Craig, imagine a world where everybody loves you. Everyone will do anything they can to make sure that you live your best life. However, you'll never fall in love with anybody.
0: uh yeah i'm not signing that contract oh okay i was just wondering
1: um was there anything about it that stuck out to you
0: uh yeah just the whole concept of like having a loving and fulfilling life from other people not really a big thing you know love has to come from within okay gotcha um you got one for me yeah (laughs) yeah um (laughs) alex you will be able to to star in whatever movie you want in whatever role you want, yep. But you only get paid like two dollars an hour. Ooh, you know I'm taking it. I'm taking it. <laughs> That's awesome. Listen, I I would love to be the new Superman and have to devote you know eighty hours a week to filming this movie. I'm getting paid like a thousand dollars total. Such is life. Yep.
1: Well, Craig. Luckily for you, you have found your woman. And you have two beautiful children. And they are everything that you're not. There is no anxiety. There is no intimidation of impending doom. They are athletic. They are extremely successful. However, every second of your life is publicized. And including every encounter you have with other people. And your children will never, ever, 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 ever have a uh, private life.
0: No, yeah, I'm not signing that. What? What about it I'm, I'm, uh, stuck out no. to you? Um, I just feel like, um, you know, having to deal with problems and that impending doom, it kind of builds character, you know. Interesting. Well, it makes you really think about every choice you th- that you make.
1: So it wasn't the fine print that uh, turned you <laughs> off, huh?
0: Okay. All right. You, so Alex, we want to uh, give you all the latest technology. Mm-hmm. Um whenever a, whenever a big tech company has a new gadget that they want to try you were the first person to get your hands on it. However, there's like a 30% chance that it's going to explode at any given time.
1: Ooh, strong pass. Strong pass. Uh why was that? Um I'm assuming a lot of these gadgets I'm going to be holding. I think that's how we use most of our gadgets and I really like having my hands intact.
0: Oh. So oh, so, so you didn't like So you didn't like the fine print part? Yeah, the
1: fine print. Really a big deal breaker on that one. Not going to lie to you. All right. Um, Craig. The world is your oyster. You are ranked number four wealthiest human being ever to exist in the universe. However, you will never escape a scandal that destroys your private life. Every ten years someone will come out with horrible information about you involving sexual assault and you might be able to pay them off, but you will know that deep down inside it's all true.
0: Uh no. No, thank you, actually. Listen. Um yeah. <laughs> number four ever? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um not good enough for that though. What uh what part turned you off?
1: No oh. pun intended. Shouldn't as soon as of that. <laughs>
0: Well, it's the fact that um, by me signing this contract, I will also have to commit several instances of sexual assault, which personally don't see myself doing. Yeah, well, to each their own. Alex, you are the most prolific writer on the planet. Best sellers ever. Every single time you put something on the shelf, no matter what project it is, you are guaranteed success. However, everyone's respect that you want, uh, you will never ever get, and everyone thinks that you're a fraud. Ooh, tricky, tricky.
1: Um, I'm going to go with no. I'm going to go with no. I feel like this is... I'm going to guard my mental health here real quick. I'm going to say no.
0: Okay, let's do one more each.
1: Okay, one more. Listen, you are the one person in this world who will never have to worry about Viagra. Not only are you well-endowed, but your... There's a word for it. Time between... We're just going to say, keep it family-friendly. Time between uses...
0: Refractory period?
1: Yes. I'm not going to ask why you know that. Is minimal if you choose. You are the man women desire. However your member is uh, 24 inches
0: long. Ha, uh, I don't think so. I, I dude, unless it's something that I can like unsheath, um I, mean, you I could can't get a imagine sheath. You could get a sheath for that. <laughs> um no, I can't imagine. Um I can't imagine that'd be very fun in the long run. Wow. Yeah, I know. You're
1: demonstrating a lot of self-control right now.
0: Yeah. Um, Alex, your final contract yep. is um, you will have as much free time as you want like nobody you can you still get paid the same as your job but nobody has any deadlines for you you do the job as you want to you can have as much free time as you personally desire mm-hmm. uh, um, um, however uh, whenever you spend that free time it means that your family will be, Locked by a madman. Locked away by a madman. They will be kidnapped. Mm.
1: But they're just getting locked away. Like nothing bad's happening. They're just like in a dark room somewhere. No,
0: no, it's just like if you're like, oh man, I really want to play Xbox. Like a black car with tinted windows rolls up and Macy and your child go in and you just don't see them until they come until you're done.
1: Yeah, I'm taking it. (laughs) I'm taking it. That can hurt. It's a little scary the first couple times. And you're like, gosh, Jonah, Alex. And I'm like, well, shouldn't talk back. I- <laughs> shouldn't talk back.
0: Just, you know, she's taking a bath, trying to relax after a long day. Horns honking in the front, in the, in the driveway. Like Macy,
1: it's time. Like, give me a second. I got to put some clothes on. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it. <laughs> Why not?
0: Okay. All right. Um get outro that segment
1: uh so that was read the fine podcast aka read the fine print aka terms and conditions it's never coming back hope you thought it was funny even if you didn't it doesn't matter you're never gonna see it again so kind of get over it
0: all right uh thank you very much for listening next week we are watching mank oscar nominated um it's kind of the one movie we're putting all of our money on
1: oscar Uh, dominated a ridiculous amount of nominations for this movie
0: yeah, so we're going to be watching that, see what all the hype's about. It's on Netflix. Um, anything else you want to say?
1: Um, we do. For all the people that uh, want to get abuse that we mentioned earlier, follow us at Permanent Good, G-O-O-D-E, on all social medias. Follow me personally at Alex the Goods G-O-O-D-E-S, on all social medias. Uh, Craig, want to put out your info? Uh,
0: and that's all the time we
1: have, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um,
0: yeah, um, yeah, you can follow the podcast at permanent good um see what movies are coming out or not what movies are coming out, but what movies we're watching. I do not have the marquee for life um other than that, yeah, I think that's pretty much it.
1: well, guys, um, appreciate you and for all the new people that joined us, all the new person that joined us, uh aspen, uh her fan club, I hope you like it. Tell your friends Yeah.
0: I also kind of, hey Aspen, I expect a handwritten letter, like with calligraphy, thanking us for all of the fans that we have since given to you. Dude,
1: her management's going to be reaching out to us and be like, wow, her numbers are ridiculous right now. And I'm be like, yeah, what'd yeah. you expect? I
0: didn't even know there were Old that man. many zeros i i I, yeah yeah, like i didn't know that that many people lived on earth but they do and they listen to our podcast well i'm waiting on my check hit me up we are taking more sponsors yeah or any sponsors at this point my name is craig wells aka permanent handle
1: uh cut out by that last bit so i wasn't interrupting you and i am alex good aka alex good
0: uh thank you very much for listening have fun be safe and make good choices And while you're at it, tell your mom I said hi. See you next week. Deuces.